We're talking about practicing the way of Jesus, what it looks like to follow him. And one of the things we want to talk about today was this idea of communion, Eucharist, sure. Lord's Supper, different names yeah. depending on your background tradition. Yeah. Uh, and this idea, you know, just comes to us from really the life and teaching of Jesus, sure. you know, especially that night before, mm-hmm. you know, he's betrayed and ends up being crucified. He has this meal together. Yeah. It's actually the Passover meal, so all the way back to the book of Exodus. Right? Sure. And he has this meal with his disciples. The bread and the cup are these central moments yeah. in the meal. Jesus says that this is my body broken for you. This yeah. is the blood poured out for you, saying that these are about me. This whole meal is about him. Yeah. He's almost taking it. It's interesting. He takes this you know, very Jewish feast yeah. from the Exodus and then makes it yeah. about him. Yeah. Right? As he is launching a new Exodus, a new Exodus forming a new people. people. And now this practice becomes one of the defining practices of this new of the people, church, yeah. the new Israel, yeah. uh, the new people of God that are sort of launched out. Going world. forward, yeah. yeah. And it's just this, you know, this beautiful moment in the Gospels. It's yeah. something that, you know, as a church we practice fairly often. Yeah. Maybe just for you, just to start, like, where does this land with you as far as why this is important for us? Yeah. What's it's the good. significance? Those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, so especially I, I'm since we're sort of going through a teaching on John, I'm often thinking about yeah. John. John 6, he says this, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not be hungry. Yeah. Uh, and I think to me that sort of informs a little bit is when I look at this Last Supper meal, right? What does it mean for Jesus to be the bread of life? Yeah. In our cultural context, you know, we think of like a piece of toast that pops out yeah. of a toaster that's a side to our eggs yeah, or like, it's the side. Yeah. Uh, and I contrast contrast that a little bit to more of a Middle Eastern experience. So I lived in Turkey for a little bit, and I was in Ephesus and went to an Elton John concert, which is awesome. epic, by the way, in <laughs> yeah, Ephesus that's Theater. Cool. <laughs> and uh, and afterwards, got to hang out with this uh, Turkish family. They invited a few of us back to their like property. Okay. It was this awesome yeah. little property uh, next to a vineyard, and they had this huge feast. They had hummus. They had. Uh, tabbouleh, baba ganoush, salads, yeah. all these things, right? Wow. And in the center of it was the pita, was the bread. The bread. And the bread, the way it functioned is you'd grab the bread, then you'd eat all yeah. the things via the bread. Uh, you'd soak up the sauces via yeah. the bread. And it was just this amazing culinary experience. But what was so, what clicked in my mind that night is that when Jesus is thinking about the Last Supper, yeah. When the first century Jewish, Jewish people, right, in, in the Middle East, they're going through, they're looking at sort of, what does it look like when Jesus is celebrating that meal? That that meal in Ephesus, after that yeah. one John concert, probably mirrors much more closely what Jesus, what, when Jesus was having this meal, sure. what it felt like. What it felt like, yeah. Uh, versus like, you know, we have like our dinner and then maybe you have like bread on the side. Bread on the side, yeah. And so the Jesus... Yeah, Jesus is the center, yeah. right? He is the way you enjoy life. He is the yeah. way you suck up the juices yeah. of life, right? He totally. is the, the center of the meal. Yeah. Um, and so then when I think like back into Jesus as the bread of life, yeah. then goes into this Last Supper dinner, uh, you know, where he's offering himself yeah. uh, to the people. Um, it's like, oh, okay, this is a way of putting Jesus back at the center, center yeah. right? As King and Lord. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those practices that as a new Exodus people, as a this sort of new Israel, yeah. like we are invited to embody uh, who Jesus is, yeah. to claim him as Lord, that we are dependent on him, yes. but also that we want to live into the self-giving love that he models yeah. as he will then walk to the cross, to the offer cross. his yeah. body and blood on our behalf. Yeah. 
So like the sacrificial pattern of Jesus kind of represented more or less in this meal. Totally. It's a pattern that we follow and 100%. we seek to live out in our lives. And I think it's, you know, really important to, to see that and to also recognize that when Jesus was giving that meal, he has that line in there, do this in remembrance yeah. of me and how, what you're saying, this is about him. He's at the center. Yeah. But I think even just like for my own life, yeah. being just a kind of, you know, regular human being, I think that often forgets. Shocking, right? But how as human beings, we are prone to forget. Yeah. You know, we, we forget things that are the things that we probably should yeah. remember. And we often remember things that. And stress about. That yeah. we should just yeah, probably forget. Yeah. Right? And so the community it's becomes good. this beautiful experience and moment where we remember what is essential to our faith. Jesus yeah. is. Um, death and resurrection for us, right? Yeah. His giving of his life for us. Yeah. And so to do this in remembrance of him it almost becomes, as Jesus is at the center, it's this recentering moment for us yeah. to realign our lives with him. And I think yeah. we, you know, we, we do this as a, a church, right? Like yeah. part of the way that we practice communion as a church yeah. does some of this. Maybe speak to some of that. How do we function yeah. all spring? With yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's particularly revolutionary, sure. but it is very intentional. Yeah. Um, so like I've gone to churches and if this is your church, no stress, or maybe sure. you've been in churches, but like I've never totally, I've been at churches where communion was a purely personal experience mm-hmm. where there was maybe a table somewhere where you like did communion yeah. by, yourself by yourself or with Isolated. a spouse. Yeah. And then I've been at churches where you have more like the, the tic-tac and the shot glass <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Like I don't, I don't know what the actual sure. words are, yeah. but that small little thing. Little bread, plastic cup. Or, yeah, yeah. A little plastic cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have a hard time relating to that too. Sure. Uh, so we sort of do it in a way that makes sense to me and I think to some of us. Yeah. Uh, so basically what we do, right, uh, we try and at least do it twice a month. It's a part of the service. We do it in other smaller places too. But then we actually have someone stand up there. We go through, you know, the, the basic verbiage sure. of the Synoptic Gospels, yeah. uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, as well as 1 Corinthians 11. And we try and make it a personal experience. Yeah where people actually have to receive from another person, right? So we have people that offer it and you come up and you receive it from another human being as a way of saying, hey, almost guaranteed for the first, I don't know, at least 100 years of the church, likely longer, all communion was done in like a family environment. Yeah, like around It was served to someone, right? This is an embodied sharing. Hey, we're in this together. Together, totally. And then we always receive the gospel, the good news, the bread and the wine from another human being. But there's like a reality to that. Sure. Secondly, we always move as one body. Yeah. So like we all get up, it's an embodied reality, and then we walk to the front together. Together, So it's not only an individual exchange, but it's a community saying, Jesus, we want you. Together. It's a both and. Yeah. So it's the individual, individual. mirroring yes, the community totally. simultaneously saying, Jesus, we want you to be at the center. Yeah. We want you to be the king. Yeah. So for us, actually, we almost use this, uh, use communion as like an invitation to follow Jesus. Yeah, totally. Uh, so we'll say, hey, this is like a time to choose. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of our ways of saying like, are you going to make Jesus the king Eight and the your, Lord of your, your life? life? Yeah. Uh, are you going to have him be the bread that sustains you? Yeah, that's good. Um, and so we'll often frame it in those terms. And then if someone's not interested, like, that's fine. Come up and get a blessing. Yeah, totally. Like, we'd love to bless you in your process. Yeah. But we're creating a distinction. Like, this is for you if you want Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Yeah. No, he is good. the king of the kingdom that you are entering totally. in. Totally. So, yeah, that's kind of how we... Kind of lean in sure. at Wellspring. Uh, it's our altar call moment-ish. Sure. Yeah. Um, 
Because I think it is. It's the way that we say yes. yes to Jesus. And we remind her as a regular basis. Like we remember, oh yeah, you're king, yeah. not me. Yes. You are the bread of my life, not all the other things I can cram totally, in the front right. or yeah. whatever. No, that's so. good. No, and I think it, it makes so much sense. I really appreciate that about how you know we kind of do that in our gatherings. Yeah. I know for me, like growing up in the church, you know, communion, the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, there's just a lot of different ways to talk about it, yeah. a lot of different ways to think about sure, it. Sure, sure. Maybe kind of help us kind of work through yeah. some of that, depending on the historical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of confusion. Yeah. That, so I don't know. Yeah, so um, 13th century, you have sort of the official branding of transubstantiation, which is the Catholic view. Okay. Uh, so Thomas Aquinas, he says, you know, there's. When you celebrate communion, there's like the accidents and the essence. Okay. This is technical yeah. jargon, but <laughs> the basic idea is this. The accidents are the actual look of the bread and wine. Okay. The essence is that it's actually the physical, physical, that's important, okay. not spiritual. This is the physical, physical body and blood of Jesus. So it looks In like bread and or, yeah, they're, they're the accidents. Okay. So accident, it's not like car accident. Sure. This is his technical theological totally. language. So the accident is the bread and wine. So that's what it looks like. It's sort of like what's incidental. The essence is what it really is. Okay. It looks one okay. way, but it really is another thing. That's transubstantiation. Okay. So when you receive, say, in a Catholic Mass, uh, the Eucharist, you're receiving physically okay. the body of Jesus, physically the blood, blood of Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And now that's transubstantiation. Transubstantiation. Yeah. Uh, 16th century of Luther, he developed something called consubstantiation. Okay. Uh, basically, the difference there is the bread is really the bread, the wine is really the bread, or really the, the wine. wine. Uh, but basically, the pres the physical presence of Jesus surrounds it. Okay. So but this it isn't from yeah. So it's not the bread and the wine. Yeah. It sort of surrounds it. God is omnipresent. So, but in some special way, sure. He surrounds it consubstantiation. Okay. You have other views that surface in the 16th century too. You have Zwingli, okay. who many people haven't have heard of, but he was Part really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has this thing called memorialism, which actually is probably one of the more common views in like a non-denominational evangelical sure. world, where they're just symbols. Okay. So the bread and the wine, this is a good practice, um, but they're just symbols yeah. pointing to another reality. There's nothing particularly special other than they're symbols. Yeah. Through which we remember Jesus. The, the meal, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So at Wellspring, um, those are not really ours. So we're, we're sort of in the Reformed sure. uh, stream as an eco church, which is a branch of Presbyterian. Yeah. Uh, and I, I particularly really like the Reformed view um, for a few reasons. One, and this would be a fourth view. This is a fourth view. Okay. Yeah. Um, so at Wellspring, sort of our conviction is that you have a profound communion with the risen Jesus. Yeah through the celebration of communion okay. via the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So this is the idea. It's not like the bread and the wine uh, don't necessarily become different. Yeah. This isn't transubstantiation. Sure. There, it's not consubstantiation. It's not like Jesus somehow surrounds them like yeah. a, a really solid bubble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, and it's not just simply a symbol. Yeah. That there is actually a profound communion with the risen Jesus yeah. via communion, yeah. via the Spirit, yeah. in a unique way. Um, and so that's what we celebrate. Sure. That's what we, so we approach it from that perspective of this is a really unique thing. Jesus yeah. didn't tell us to remember practices. I have many of them. This is totally. one, this like, is like a pretty important yeah. one. And then we believe like Jesus has a profound communion with us uh, as the risen Lord, not physically, sure. uh, via the Spirit through communion. Yeah. And so we think that there's this beautiful intimacy 
story. This beautiful moment of connection through communion. Yeah. As we say, you know, this is the body of Jesus. And we say, oh, I take it. I got to take it into my body. Yeah. This is the blood of Jesus. God, I, I receive you. Yeah. I want you to be the life of my life. Totally. Uh, that there's a beautiful communion that happens yeah. there. Oh, that's amazing. I love how your frame, I think it's super helpful for people to just kind of think about that. And for us as followers of Jesus, you know, here, you know, on the peninsula, yeah. here at Spring, if you're a part of our church, yeah. just to recognize and see just the profound, I want to hear you say that, just the profound privilege it is yeah. to take totally. the bread in the cup, right? This isn't something, you know, it, unfortunately it can just be, oh, that's just like this rote, like, yeah. I do this once a month, once yeah, a month yeah. or whatever, yeah. but it's this profound moment of yeah. in, what you're saying, encountering the risen Jesus and saying, Jesus, I choose you yeah. again. I want you to be the Lord and Savior and King yeah. of my life. And to not just kind of flippantly go through that, yeah. but to just see and recognize the grace of God in our lives yeah. through the life, death, resurrection of Jesus and yeah. to say yes to that. It's, awesome. it's a beautiful moment. And yeah. I think maybe just maybe speak to, for us as we kind of close this about yeah. how then as followers of Jesus, you know, obviously we have Sunday mornings, but how do we like practice it? Like, yeah. Like, practicing Jesus everyday life. Yeah. Sort of I would say a couple of things. Good question. Good question. So, Certainly, I think Sunday morning, sure. um, it's a beautiful way where as a whole body, yeah. we come together. But when I used to, so I used to, as you know, you know, I used to do a lot of long distance running when I yeah. lived up in Washington sure, yeah. and in the Cascades. And I used to go on these long, multiple hour runs and I would end up in these glaciated areas. Yeah. And I would bring a little bit of port okay. and often homemade bread. Oh, yeah. And I would celebrate communion in these beautiful places as a personal way of saying, all right, God, yeah. creator of all things, totally. I receive you, yeah. right? You are the bread of my life. Yeah. Um, anyway, you yeah. are, you know, the, the drink, um, the wine, right? Your blood. Uh, is connected to my forgiveness, yes, totally. my invitation yeah. to be a part of your community and your kingdom. But then I think you also do it as a family, right? So there's individual expressions. Sure. I think like it's an awesome thing as a roommate with your roommates, yeah. with your well community, like a home group, or even like with your family and your kids, yeah. like depending on it's how much beautiful. they get, like yeah. it can be this really cool, maybe you have dinner guests over. Yeah. You're practicing hospitality, you're doing eat. Yeah. Right? Totally. Like communion is an awesome thing to do around a dinner table. Totally. Um, so I think those are like on a practical level, the ways it can become a part of everyday life. Sure. Uh, Jesus took everyday elements on his table. Yes. He took a pita, you know, some sort of unleavened bread yeah. likely. Uh, and he took uh, wine, which was on his table. Yeah. Uh, and he, they became a part of his meal and they became a part of this profound experience. Totally. No, that's awesome. I think it's cool just to hear you say that where it's not it's, it's as important as it is Sunday gathering. Remembering oh, totally. Jesus through that, but just bringing that into the home or yeah. into nature, whatever the case may be, because we have an opportunity, like I was saying, this privilege of remembering yeah. who Jesus is and inviting others into our lives to be a part of that becomes totally. this beautiful moment of sharing the goodness and the gospel of Jesus yeah. with our friends, neighbors, whoever might come through our yeah. doors. So I think it's just a, a beautiful kind of way to do this. Totally. To practice it. It's super like it's practical, simple, simple, simple right? Bread and, and wine, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally. And kinesthetic. Totally. Right? Like you're touching something, you're yes. eating something. There's something embodied about it, like as limited creatures, yeah. a way of like almost taking in like the greatness of the creator yeah. uh, through this very simple material. Totally. Means. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Let's rock it. All right.